0: Welcome to the Karmesh Rebels podcast. I'm Jenny Fields. I'm Edvita Patel. And I'm
1: Trudy Lewis. So in this episode, I thought we would look at influence and power. Um, (laughs) Just, you know, casually. (laughs) Just because. (laughs) It's a really easy topic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, And... You know, I, I talk within my coaching, within my business, I talk about impact and influence. It's one of those areas that fascinate me, but I do it focused around how people connect and engage and communicate. So a very specific angle about influence and impact. What I want to talk about today is more about the influence and the power that we have within us mm-hmm. and how we interact with the situations and scenarios we have going on in our lives, Mm -hmm. you know, and whether or not we have control, whether or not we have influence, whether or not we have, it's something that we're just concerned about and we can leave it alone. Um, And Stephen Covey um, wrote a book, Seven Habits of of Highly Successful People. people. And within that, um, he talks about, I think that's where he introduces this concept about circle of concern, uh, sorry, circle of influence, Different people focus on different things, so they call it different things. So it's out there and it's about three circles. One is the most central one is the circle of control and that's what we can directly control. The one just a little bit out, out of that is the circle of influence and this is the concerns that we can do something about and then the outer one is the circle of concern and that's the wide range of concerns that are out there. The one that we need to focus on as individuals is the circle of influence because that's where we have the most power. Interesting. Um, And that's the one that you want to expand as much as possible because it's the area that you have the that you can deal with the concerns that you have and you can do something about it. Now, the circle of control is usually quite small for most of us. We don't necessarily have a wide amount of things that we can fully control. And it's accepting that. It's saying, do you know what? I can't control everything. Um, we talk about this model a lot when it comes to people feeling slightly overwhelmed or people feeling stressed, um, simply because it's it's about focusing on, well, what can you actually control? And control here isn't necessarily power. I think the most powerful part of this is actually influence. So I thought we would have a discussion about this. Um, we talk a lot about influence to be honest but it's 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 just very interesting to Mm. me to see how how we all kind of express ourselves within this because we need to we do see ourselves in this yeah we might find that actually as I live my life I spend so much time in the circle of concern (laughs) um, that I that I don't take the time to understand what my circle of influence is yeah. and that's there's a level of self-awareness that yeah. comes with all of this and i think you know it would be interesting for us to explore this a little bit especially for those who we coach as well and you know that are exposed to things like our coaching retreat it's one more thing or one more string to their bow to getting stronger more developed and it's almost like the permission
2: to be okay with not knowing enough about certain topics that other people care deeply yeah. about and influence. Yeah, And I think we can sometimes, and I think we touched upon this in, in a previous episode where we spoke about climate change. Mm-hmm. And we all care about it. We're all very, very sustainable in what we do and how we manage that. But there are certain levels of influence we just don't have. No. Yeah, Compared to the Greta Thunbergs of the world who's got the audience capti- uh, captivated not captive that'd be weird <laughs>
0: <it>? <laughs> maybe she does I mean, she may want to do that <laughs>
2: considering some of, the, you know, some of the people she's had to deal with but she's she her that she's got influence yeah. in that space and she drives the messaging quite well in yeah. her in her way there are certain things we probably can influence at that wider scale mm-hmm. and that is a cause for concern for us yeah but I see what you mean, Trune, in terms of what can we influence. To Jenny's point, when she spoke about this earlier, it's like, look, I do what I can do at home in terms of recycling, being mindful of travel, choosing the right mode of transport, walking where possible, Mm -hmm. trying to avoid buying um, diesel cars, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think that's what our influence, right, to do that, so we can encourage our friends and family to do the same. You know, we may not be able to do the level of, stuff they do at mm. that level you know in, in, depending on their um their influence but we have to be quite manageable in our influence so yeah I like I like the fact that we can think of it in that way it doesn't mean that we don't care about the circle of concern mm. and I, I when you mentioned this to me before I was quickly having a look through it and there was I said there's you know there's two types of people in they reactive and proactive and Stephen Covey talks about the reactive people tend to be victimized victimize themselves quite a lot and mm-hmm. blame things and say, "Well, what's the point? Well, what's the point of me recycling? Because I'm not going to make a difference. Me, exactly. me putting plastic in a separate bin is not going to change the crisis we're in right now. But if everyone thought that way, then there'd be a bigger crisis than what we're in exactly. today. Yeah, and that is, and it's so true. Like, you know, what can we influence and what can we change? And those small changes that we all do combined can influence a bigger change. Well, think
1: of the collective power that we have. If we said, you know what, we're going to focus on that circle of influence and we're going to look at the things that we can change or that we can impact rather than sitting, like you said, like just sitting in that circle of concern and thinking, yeah, it's a problem. It's too big for me. So that means, guess what? I'm just not going to do anything yeah. because it's too big for me. And and that's what happens in that circle of concern Heart, yes. because you you see the bigness of some of the challenges that are around you. And it could be challenges just within your family. It doesn't have to be climate change, yes. which is massive. Mm. Um, I see the problems that are around me. They're too big. So I'm almost frozen like a rabbit in headlights sometimes about how I will handle it. But if we were to say to ourselves, so well, what, what one thing could you do to influence the situation? And I think That, for me, is the position of power that we all have, Mm. that we can say, okay, I can assess what things I have control over, which, as I said, is always going to be a a small amount of things. But in the grand scheme of things, what are the things that I can actively influence in this situation? And it's quite interesting how it then links, but it can link back to what your purpose is, because you can say, do you know I have a strong purpose that says I want to help people. I want to help people in poverty, uh, or something like that. So every opportunity I have to donate something in that sphere, I'm going to do it. So you become somebody who of influence within that area.
0: Mm-hmm. Jenny, what do you think? I just I don't think I spend a lot of time in the circle of concern. <laughs> like I think I've mm. learned um, in all the work I've done around mental resilience and the productivity coaching and all the all the stuff I sort of coach and talk about a lot around boundaries and discipline and and um, resilience and all those things. I talk a lot about your circle of control and your circle of influence. And if you can't do either of those things, then don't worry about it. So I don't spend a lot of time in this concern space of of, of huge things because if I can't control it and I can't influence it, then I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. Uh, and I'm quite strict on that, which I remember talking to my sister about it. And she was like, well, I know, but I want to be annoyed for like 10 <laughs> minutes. Let me just be annoyed and then I'll let it go. Um, and I think she, you know, might enjoy being in that circle of concern. <laughs> Whereas I'm I'm genuinely quite like, if, mm-hmm. it's, if I can't control or influence it, I'm not going to bother. Mm-hmm. And I don't spend time on things that I can't control or influence. I don't go... Yeah. Um, I don't invest time in sort of reading and, and watching and getting involved in debates about, you know, things going on in the world if I don't feel I can control or influence that. Because otherwise I'm just adding to a to a circle of concern yes. mm. that could make me feel overwhelmed mm. or or could take me away from some of the goals and the things I want to do. Yeah. So I generally stick in my influence Same. control. Yeah. Um, because that's where I know I, I can add value. And I'm and I'm also quite clear. Where I can influence and where I can't, and what's worth my energy and what's not, and 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 I think that's also quite that's important.
1: important. It is very important. Yeah. That balance of what am I going to spend my time kind of thinking about and focusing on, and and the wastefulness actually of you know thinking about things that actually do you know I have no influence or control over this. Yeah, and I
0: think yeah, it's you know, being, clear, being clear about where you want to influence, you know, even if I think about the three of us and the work that we do, we all do quite different work. We all care about, you know, very similar things, but we're very passionate about different things, you know, and something that I will feel hugely strongly about going in and I've got to go in and influence this. I've got to go and, you know, I feel like my presence and just being there will have an impact. (laughs) I say that a lot. Um, That's, you know, that's going to be different for me, certainly, you know, with you two and, and with lots of other people that, What drives that behavior? What drives that need to go and influence and change comes back to the purpose, which Mm. is your point, Trudy. My whole thing is, if everyone understood how to communicate better at work, work would be a much better place. That's why redefining comms exists. Mm. It's why I do what I do. Like just, you know, just understand a few other things, and then you Mm. could really make a huge difference. So I will do whatever I can to influence people. To help leaders and organisations understand that, in order to help them. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I don't feel the same about having to influence people in other things because I, I suppose I feel like other people have got have got that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't. Think, I don't need to, to yeah. do that. Others have got that, and yeah. they, and they're better at that than I am.
2: Yeah, and I think that all goes down to the where you know where does your genius lie ultimately, yeah. mm. and I think we can always. We can always be, you know, we can always get involved in anything we want to get involved. There's nothing stopping us doing that. But to your point, where's the end? Yeah. You know, there's so much happening and we have so much access now to information that we never used to have. And it can drive you to this overwhelm that we have spoken about in a previous episode. So you do have to be quite mindful about where do I dedicate my energy? And because I will get, you know, so I am very, as we all know, heavily involved in inclusion Mm -hmm. and how inclusion can build a better culture. But I will get DMs from people who will say, well, what do you think about this then? And what do you think about this, you know, what do you think about this war here? Or what do you think about this unfairness there? And what are your thoughts on asylum seekers? And it's all kind of linked in to an extent about inclusion, but that is beyond my knowledge for one thing. But also, it isn't something that I can probably influence. I can definitely... You know, share my thoughts around my feelings about it, but then in my pattern, it's like, well, there are other people who are more experienced yeah. who understand what is happening here for them to contribute.
0: But if you, there were, Wasn't there a football manager a while ago who spoke on an interview and and he was asked his opinion on something and he was like, "That's not my area of expertise." It, I'm sure it was the. Sure, oh, I'll have to dig it out and see yeah. if I can find the link in the show notes. But it was a really, it was a really good example of somebody in an influential position mm-hmm. as a football manager, being asked a question about something either political or societally important. And he, you know, very, and handled it incredibly well and kind of going, this isn't, yeah. this isn't you know. Yeah, and I have an to, answer. I do have to I'll, say that. I'll have to yeah. sort of dig that out because it was just a really good example. And I think it's, there's something in this for me around knowing your influence and knowing when to use it, when to say uh, it's not, not yeah. my area. And, and certainly people that are incredibly influential, like celebrities or, you know, sports stars or whatever it is, knowing when to get involved and when not to yeah. get involved, I think is is, is important. so important. And again, well, a
1: big part of it is knowing yourself yeah. as well. You know, so Advita, you know what's what your priorities are, you know what's important to you. And what's and, important to, for me,
2: it's about what is important to others exactly. in order for them to be able to enable change.
1: Yeah. And what you can change and yourself. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you know what you can bring so that other people change. So a good example would be even the confidence thing. There are some other areas that would somebody would say, oh, well, coach me out of this. And you're like, yeah, but my focus is is X? Not that I couldn't try and coach you out of anything. Yeah, but my focus is this, and it's important that I have this focus because I've spent time and energy to learn about this and to get really behind this thinking. So, within my circle of influence, I am able to speak into this particular situation. But this is oh,
0: my brain is going all over the place because I'm I'm thinking about people that I know in. Our industry and our networks and things like that, and I'm uh, and what's come to mind for me is a conversation I had with a client recently where we were talking about coaching someone in the team, and I and I was very quick to say I don't think I'm the right person for that. I actually think Trudy would be much better suited. Mm. We haven't talked about this yet, but I I will chat to you about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was like, I actually think Trudy would be much much better suited, and and this is why. And I'm I'm quite comfortable in in saying that. Like I know that's not it's not you know where my gene where my genius is, and I, I I can see I could do it you know I probably do a fine job but I know someone that's better I don't know that many people feel comfortable doing that so I'm thinking mm. about other people that will just kind of want to grab onto being able to do anything or or be like hey oh, I, I can but do everything I that. think
2: that's driven by the need of um how to say this sensitively? <laughs> I think that's. I think there's a couple of things that drives people to do that, and one is the fear of not earning money. Yeah, yeah. Let's speak honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not earning money. What can I do? I will do anything. And we yep. have been. We talk about it quite mm-hmm. openly about people yep. in our industry who jump from A to B to C to X to Y to back to A. Yeah. And it's a bit difficult to know exactly what they, what do, they, what do, what they do. Yeah. I think that's one, and the other fear is, is I need to be good at everything. Because if I'm not good at everything, will people again going back to will people think I'm not good at anything? Yeah, and and they think oh I will do it and I'll you know and this is why I don't like fake it till you make it because you're putting this whole pressure on yourself to be somebody that you're not to deliver something and not really deliver it in the space that you should be delivering in because yeah. you don't have the experience. But in yeah. being
1: an everyman, are you not still in that? Every person. Sorry. (laughs) Being that every person, are you not in that circle of concern? Are you not? Yes. You're you're sitting in that space. But for me,
0: this circle of concern is just noise. It's just absolute noise. And I always say, if you're everything to everyone, you're nothing to anyone because you you can't do that. Mm. And if I swim around in this circle of concern, I could be concerned about so many things. There's so much to be concerned about in the world that I could spend my life being concerned. concerned yeah like I could that's literally and not I could achieving do. anything not achieving anything but just wallowing in a circle mm. of concern that doesn't help me achieve my goals doesn't help me focus nope. on what I need to do and that's why I talk about editing your choices mm-hmm. like you can't you know, that's from Matt Haig you can't read every book you can't watch every film you can't do all you can't do everything yeah. there's so much choice now you know I don't watch the news because do there's like so much in there that I don't think is helpful I choose to listen to certain podcasts that keep me up to date with politics. I choose to read the news when I want to read the news and keep up to date with mm-hmm. things. But I don't want that in my life all the time. Because for me, if I if I do that, I'm in the circle of concern and I'm not in my circle yeah. of influence and circle of control. Yeah. And I think your circle of concern can be so noisy that you can't get into influence and control if you stay there.
1: Not at all. And it takes away your energy. So the the most energizing places are the control and influence space. If you you stay in or do things that keep you in the area of concern, you begin to get drained. Mm. So if you think about, if you were to consume all of that news, all of that information, all of that stuff that's going on around us, sometimes we would end up being so drained because it's a lot it's a lot yeah. to take in and some of it's quite negative and so yeah. at the end of the day you feel so weighed down that you remain in that kind of soup of concern but he, here's a soup question. of concern here's a little bit of a
2: controversial question that we just about. <laughs> so we've said that we shouldn't really focus too much energy in the circle of concern because if we can't influence then we shouldn't really spend too much energy being mm. there But what do we say then around things like inequalities and inequities and injustice that we see around us Mm -hmm. in terms, because I, and the reason I say this is because I have worked with people or I have um, worked with clients who will say to me, it's too big. Like I cannot control this, you know, the systemic inequalities that are facing the world. Like it's too big for me. And and they they back away mm-hmm. from change because they'll say I haven't got influence too in this big. space. It's mm-hmm. too big. Now if we if we stick to the conversation we just had about well, if they can't influence it, it's, you know it doesn't mean they don't care about it. But they can't influence it, then they really shouldn't do anything about it. But if we're trying to build an equal world, and all of us care about that in different aspects, mm-hmm. but we all care about equality and making sure that people are you know get what they need to do a good job, then what what do we do if people use that as an excuse
1: i think i think it's taking them as much as possible and as much as they are willing taking them on that next step of saying okay so what small thing can you change because in the grand scheme of things if if you look at a problem like diversity and inclusion equity and so on they are massive massive issues there are loads of answers out there I personally think that people need to just treat people as if to say they are human beings they need to be kinder and all the rest of it but all of those things that I just mentioned are small steps Mm -hmm. You know, and there's nobody who's saying, "Oh, I expect Advita to solve the problem." A oh, lot of are people diver- saying that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of, if you could solve the could. whole problem, <laughs> tell us what to do. We will do it because it's just going to go away if Advita says X. Nobody expects any individual to fix these things, and I, I think the the idea is is to take the person from that place of, I'm overwhelmed with the bigness of this problem, to what small thing can you do? What small step can yeah. you take? And and on that, I've written the same thing down. So
0: what's the small thing? Like we talked about the climate change earlier, for mm. example, from a previous episode. Like what are the small things you can do? But I think this whole it's too big is an excuse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it there's lots of things in our society that are big things for us to solve. Now, that it's too big for you to solve on your own. Yeah. <laughs> and I, And I would support that. But a bit like when people say they're too busy and I'm like, you're just prioritizing other things things, if you're using busy as an excuse. Too big is an excuse. Mm. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I just can't, I just can't do it. It's too Mm. big, I can't get involved. But I do believe there's always a little bit you can chip away at. I talk about Trojan mice a lot, like Mm -hmm. what are all the little things you can do to have a really big impact? And if you look at anything that we've read and looked at, you know, the Atomic Habits book talks about systems, talks about the 1% mm-hmm. being 1% better than you were the day before, all the small changes they made in the Tour de France team to have a big impact. That's that's what we need to focus on. To sit there and say something is too big for me is trying to make yourself feel better yeah. about not taking action because we've had several conversations over the years where I've missed the mark on certain things around diversity and inclusion and I've said to you, what can I What can I do? Like, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. I believe I am uh, an ally and, and what can I do to to do this? And we've talked about that and I've then done mm-hmm. that. So there's always something you can do. Yeah. And I think don't underestimate small actions yeah. that could have a really big impact. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. like small, what well, I say, small ripples create big waves, right? Yeah, they do. So it's about, and when you were just talking, both of you, I, the thought that came into my head was micro-influencers. Mm. And I think if we can all have that mindset of whether you care a lot about climate change, we care about inclusion and diversity, we can all be micro-influencers in that space. To Jenny's point, you know, a lot of, we've all learned a lot around different topics over the years. And we've all made small changes, which has had big impact. Yeah, You know, when if you think about some of the recent stuff, which we won't share on the podcast because, you know, it is confidential. <laughs> there are things we just don't talk about. There are. But there, is a, there was a situation where you had to call it out and then they dealt with it and that, you know, yeah. it's happened. And that would have been very uncomfortable for a lot of people. But you were like, well, what can I do about it? Yeah. What, what is it that I need to do yeah. to, I have got influence yeah. in this space. So what can I do to influence the decisions that we need to make to make sure that this doesn't happen yeah. again? And you took that action and there's lots of people Who would have said, it's not my thing and, you know, that... That's just what it is.
0: Yeah, and but that for me comes back to I hate yeah, and it's a values thing for me. I hate people that say they believe something but then don't take action. It's very easy to be performative, especially in this space, and not do anything. It's very easy to sponsor events and not turn up. It's very easy to say things and not really follow through on them. Like it's that's easy, and I hate. I just I hate that. It really doesn't sit well with me from a values perspective.
2: But that was a great
0: example of your circle of influence. Yes, and I. I think it's important to know that circle of influence and and to our point in an earlier episode about negotiating I've I've got a relationship yeah. there that I know allows me to have a have a conversation to influence mm-hmm. you know and yeah. and that's that's reciprocal that person can also influence me back and yeah. that's that's important but I think you're right it's knowing where your ability to influence is it's then taking action to do where that you can. Yeah. yeah and and almost in some ways Taking control of a situation yes. by influencing yes.
1: it. <laughs> yes. And I mean it's it's interesting because we've taken a we've, we've 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 taken a different angle of looking at this model. Cause I know that this model is used to help people who are stuck sometimes. So so just bear with us that we've taken it in a different direction. <laughs> but I think it's a good direction because actually it's highlighting the fact that there are actions that we can take, even in and amongst our thought that something is too big, and to not use those big things as excuses. So we've got a few minutes for tips. (laughs) Is there any kind of tips that you would give to people who might be saying, do you know what, I'm not sure where I sit in this particular circle and I need to move on to that circle of influence or I need to increase my circle of influence? I I think
0: there's a couple of things for me looking at, at sort of influence, control concern. If you're just concerned about it and can't do anything about it, then please just stop being concerned about it because you'll do your own head in doing yeah, that. Because it, it's oh, it's just, it stress. can be relentless. I think your influence and your control has to link back to your goals and your intentions. What do you want to do? What are the things, you know, your purpose, your values, all of those things that will help you then move into that space of spending time in that circle of influence, circle of control? And I always, you know, we've talked about this a few times with conversations we've been having with clients around to what end?
1: Mm. You
0: know, it's it's probably it's probably a question I've asked more in the last six months than I have before. What, you know, to what end are we doing this? And I think influence and control play a play a role in that. And yeah. I, I'm I'm remembering a Instagram reel that I saw recently where it's somebody going somebody's sort of taking a picture and this there's a man next to her and he's going, What are you? what are you doing? And she's going, oh, I'm an influencer. He's going, what, influencing what? And she was like, well, are people to follow me? And he was like, but like why? And she's like, could you just get out the shot? Like I'm influencing. And it's, it's, it's that same, like, to, yeah. like, what, like what are you influencing yeah. and why? And I think if you do have the ability to influence from that angle of the model, then be intentional about that and be educated yes, in your influencing. Yeah,
2: yeah. My tip is if there is something in the area of concern or the circle of concern that you are very passionate about, then step away from the victimization and the the kind of blame, I would say, and work backwards from that. So if you want to influence a change in policy, if you want to influence strategy, if you want to influence big change, what do you have to do to get there? So yeah. who do you, how, what's your community like? What is your circle of influence? What? Who are your community? And what do you need to do to build that? To your point, that example we shared before, you worked hard to build your circle of influence with mm-hmm. people who will help you do what you need to do and you can help them and influence them. So if there is something, then look at your community. as Who's in your community that can help you build things? And who in your community can you influence? Mm. And Look at your, like I said, look at your your community. Like I'm a community builder, it's really important for me to do that. The the other tip I would give is, again, similar to what Jenny was saying, is like what what is it that you're trying to do? You know, what is it that you're trying to in in achieve? And it's really easy, isn't it? Like with social media, sitting on Twitter, Google, like. Raging about things that you have literally, you know, I'm gonna talk about this. Um just, oh, okay. We'll get comfortable. Go ahead, I want <laughs> to talk about this whole um political thing around Meghan and Harry. Yeah. Right? And a palm is like, who cares? Like what what you being so involved and so ragey about this book that is written and the behavior of this and that what you doing that on twitter for you know half an hour a time what change have you actually done what impact yeah, have you actually yeah. had on these individuals they're they're basically celebrities right who are sharing intimate details about their lives how is that going to impact you in your life yeah and this is what i mean there's so and that's a very real example because i've just seen something about harry on on twitter before but I, I just, I look at this, some of these things and think, why are you so, why? You're sitting in this circle of yeah. concern that has literally nothing to do with you. And you can yeah. do nothing about it. And there's nothing, can, what are you going to do? Knock mm-hmm. on Harry's door and say, don't do that, Harry. Yeah. Like, all right,
0: all right, Megan. It's the one thing that everyone talks about, There Have you, and I'm like, I haven't watched anything, no. about anything. I haven't got no. the time. I've yeah. <laughs> got, no. got quite a lot of other and things nothing, to be doing. There's,
2: there's absolutely nothing I can, like, my yeah. life is not going to change in any way. Not at all. For me to be involved in this discussion. And, and we all like a gossip, don't get me wrong, but
1: gossip probably about people we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because i I mean i mean when you think of it from that perspective it is can you really impact that at all can you have any influence there at all or if you if if you have access to them would they would it make any difference yeah probably not you know they've already chosen the path that they're going on it's let you know let them do it you you know you you do you you. um (laughs) but but I guess I don't know did you have another tip or did, was that
2: No I thought um, I just done them back back again alright fair
1: um, but so so just to close this off I think mine mine would be about you know just become aware of these different things you know if you find yourself wallowing maybe I don't I don't think I should use that term but anyway if well, you no, find yourself you kind of in stuck in a, a, a kind of place of concern about things that you know you have no control over and you don't you're not able to influence then perhaps see where there is something that you truly care about that you can move in small steps towards Mm. but that comes with awareness because you know we can blindly just be sitting there being consuming news consuming information talking about it tweeting about it and just going along our business without thinking about what we're doing yeah when actually we should be thinking.
2: And is it a distraction? That's the
0: thing to think about. Yeah.
2: Are you doing that? Are you getting involved in the circle of concern because you're
1: distracted?
2: You're just distracting yeah. yourself from other stuff.
0: And and is it somewhere that you quite like to go for a distraction? Well, you can go like yeah. for a little bit, is and it then like you leave. I'm gonna just. I feel like we've got these different pools in my head. there's like this little pool of concern, this <laughs> pool of influence in this pool of control. I'm just gonna go have a little swim
1: in the pool of yeah. concern, and then I'm gonna. Yeah, but come I'm not gonna say over. that. You see, the thing is, I love what your sister said. She said, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for yeah. it, and I'm leaving." And and I think. So, you know, I'm not saying to anybody don't read the news um, or don't don't go on Twitter. I think the idea is if you so enjoy going there, go there, but don't... don't let it consume you. Yeah, and yeah. don't let that dictate your life. Yeah. It's a bit like go go
0: go there on holiday, but don't yeah. live there. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: live there. <laughs> I Just want, visit. <laughs> I want you all to live in the influence and the control. We'll there. live there. We'll yeah. visit
0: the yeah. concern, but yes. we won't stay there. We want to
2: live in the villa with a pool. Yeah, Yeah. in in control. In control. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more or subscribe to our newsletter, visit carmeshrebels.com. We'd love to continue the conversation, so please connect, ask questions, and share your thinking with us. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn under Carmesh Rebels. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate and review us.